we have to have a hard talk about what's happening in our schools and what better place to go than straight to the teachers and their experiences next on the Sam Sorbo show. Hi, I'm Sam Sorbo. You've heard me talk about Mike Lindell, who I adore. You know, he's the inventor of my pillow and how that pillow has given me a good night's sleep that I need. In fact, I never knew how good I could sleep before I had my my pillow. Mike continues to roll out new offers on his products, and the latest one is on his towel sets. Towels aren't something you think about often. I never knew what I was missing until I tried the towels just last year. Now, you've all helped build MyPillow into the incredible company that it is today, and you've trusted Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's now changing the game with his six-piece towel set. The set's made with USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent, and yet still providing that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths, typically retailing for $109.99. But for a limited time, you can get this set for the low price of $39.99, and that's using promo code Sam Sorbo. So remember, all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You just go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener specials to get this insanely low price of $39.99 on the towel set. You'll find deep discounts on other MyPillow products as well. So enter promo code Sam Sorbo, Sam Sorbo, or you can call 800-625-5983. That's 800-625-5983 for these great radio specials. Hi there, Sam Sorbo here. So I want to share with you, uh, I don't know why I'm smiling because this is awful, but it's like a car accident. You can't help yourself. And it's a thread on Reddit. This is off of uh, the website, not the bee. So this is the true stories version of the bee, but they're so, they're so outlandish that you think they can't be true. And yet they are. There was a random Twitter user who shared some of the gems from a crazy thread on Reddit and uh, he, he put up the screenshots and the interaction of these teachers on Reddit. And the first one says, we're raising a generation of functional illiterates. And then says, the, and functional is debatable. <laughs> one of my high school classes admitted that none of them had read a single book since elementary school. In literature classes, the book is read aloud or they just watch the movie. And actually, I've heard of this phenomenon. I find it so just so amazing uh, that that teachers can get away with this. But we've dumbed everything down because they're not allowed to fail their students. So they have to figure out a way to get them to to bring them along to pass. And then the the um, uh, the more. Uh, aggressive, the, the more um, capable students are held back because they can't afford to have them go too far ahead or they get bored or they start acting out if they're in the younger grades. And it's, 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 it's just a complete mess. And we, as a nation, we haven't come to terms with that yet because it's, it's like we're alcoholics. It's like we won't come to terms with our disease until we hit rock bottom. And then there are the nefarious players who don't want to allow us to hit rock bottom because they know that 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 the the death the the um the uh, death blow is coming if we do hit rock bottom there will be too many of the people who have um who have I don't want to use the word woken 
but but who have recognized this disaster and are willing to sacrifice to fix it. Uh, Here's another one. Last week, I asked what one times one was to a class of ninth graders. You can guess what happened. And I'm going, well, what happened? It's one. Obviously, it's one. And somebody wrote, can I use a calculator? And someone else wrote two. And I thought, really, are they that illiterate? But in fact, yes, they are. So here's another one. A senior ELA, English and language arts teacher here. I stopped even asking them to identify nouns and verbs because how few can terrifies me. I had a senior last year who did not know the months of the year, a senior in high school. Only that we were in his birth month and he knew which month came after. Same. Here's another one. Same. I teach a college prep ELA class to seniors and the amount of spelling, grammar and formatting errors. I'm sorry, there's a grammatical error in the post, but, you know, we don't go too heavy on posts because they're just posts and people are just typing really fast, but still are just depressing at this point. Some of them struggle to write a complete sentence. And I have had to have several conversations with them as to why it is not okay to copy and paste from the internet and turn it in as their essay. It's called plagiarism. But the president does it. Yeah, well, I can't argue that. Sadly. And then someone else wrote this. Do you remember Mad Libs? I can't believe how important Mad Libs was in my childhood in teaching us the basics so that it was second nature to us. It's amazingly terrifying how many grown people today can't master second and third grade English concepts. And by that, she means grammar. Now, I've done whole teachings on why we teach grammar, because a lot of us went through grammar in school, just found it terribly tedious and was like, why? Why did I have to do that? You have to do that because you have to know how to properly construct sentences or you sound like an idiot. But, but the problem is we're going to have so many idiots running around that people who don't sound like idiots are going to be the outsiders. Oh, my Lord, but that's true. I'm not sure what to do with that thought. Um, if you have any comments for me, put them in the, put them in the comments. By the way, uh, at the end of this, I'm going to bring you some really kind of disturbing information. But um, so wait for that. Okay. I bought alcohol from Walmart a few months ago through curbside. And the person who brought it out asked for my birthday and then had to ask me what number August was. In other words, the, the birthday that he was looking for was an eight for the month. And at least he knew that that was supposed to be the month. No, he probably, I don't even know if he knew that. But the guy said August and the guy. So the, the kid says, uh, well, which month is August? Is it an eight? Anyway, um, my juniors for high school English and English as a second language, I guess. Um, uh, my juniors call apostrophes sky commas. I hated that. I hated. OK, so I will say this just so we're clear. You don't dumb down the terminology. You ask the child to rise to that level. It's an apostrophe. What's it called? Apostrophe. Mm -hmm. Try again. Apostrophe. 
Okay. You don't dumb down the language. That's a sky comma. Because that it, it infantilizes, does not help the child. Nearly 80% of my eighth graders benchmark in the second and third grade math in math. How can anyone teach them grade level concepts when they lack any of the necessary foundation? Granted, hey, my ninth graders did about the same. And then I got told I did a terrible job this year because they went up three grade levels on average, which still means they weren't at a ninth grade level. Womp womp. I teach art. I don't even know how to communicate simple ideas to my middle schoolers. She teaches art. How like good for her, but how, you know, anyway, after every art project artwork we do, I require them to write an artist statement explaining their work. I give them leading questions to help them create an outline to, to write from the questions will be along the lines of what materials did you use for your artwork? Like just as a prompt to get them to describe their artwork. These are children who don't know how to communicate, like don't know how to decide what to communicate. This is frightening. She says almost every time she'll get a student asking her what that question means. She says, how do I explain a question like that in simpler terms? How do I break down what did you use into simpler terms? It's like their brains have completely turned off. Yes. Yes. Now you're now you're getting the program. Students that use an excuse to not attempt any work since they will just pass anyway. They enter high school and have no idea how to behave, no idea how to use any of the foundational skills. And then their parents get mad because their kid is drooling nitwit, even though the parent has made no effort. We use the same scale and I teach high school amount of ninth graders who I have who's who don't care because they know they will pass anyway and then hit grade 10, fall apart because they have no study skills. It's awful. I hate it. Driving the teachers crazy, too. Um, let's see. Was I going to read this one? Oh, here's a Spanish teacher. She's been teaching Spanish for 14 years, but she um, she had a. Uh, she, she says the high school kids have they're no better than seventh graders anymore, uh, just in terms of academic uh, stamina and their behavior. Um, but she asked them to read out loud a in English. OK, about Cinco de Mayo it was like a cultural thing to help with learning Spanish. And she said it's embarrassing. She says I, she's used to introductory Spanish students who struggle to read Spanish out loud. OK, but. This is an English article and the kids reading it in ninth grade stop on words like routinely, regional, ousted, ethnic, festivities. She started to write down the words because she was so shocked because they because they're they should be everyday words. These kids should know these things. They didn't just trip up and try again. They didn't know how to sound them out. They literally just stopped and looked at me, she says and expected me to help them through. And the worst part was that their fluency and intonation was was horrid as well. They literally they sounded like they were just being tortured. She kept ask she kept having to to ask them to to face upward because it was projected on the board to speak up to speak clearly. 
She said it was really eye-opening. I'm supposed to be teaching them Spanish language skills and they have clear deficiencies in their native tongue. So by the way, I'm, I'm just uh, casually referring to every teacher here as female. Uh, that's me doing that. I have no idea. Um, it's just easier to gender them uh, because uh, I don't believe in plural pronouns for singular people. Uh, so in Texas, there are two English tests and an algebra test. Um, there are some other tests in, in order to graduate. She's, this person says the kids have been taking English and math state tests every year since third grade. Some of them have never passed a single one, never passed a test. They just keep, they've never been held back. They've never learned the foundations. And now all of a sudden they're magically supposed to be able to pass tests more advanced than any of the ones that they've previously failed. And she writes, these kids have been set up for failure by being allowed to fail with no consequence. So this other teacher had a junior frustrated. He couldn't find Paris on the map. Looked all over Europe. There wasn't a country called Paris anywhere. Another one. I have a world map on the wall today. A senior pointed at Africa and said, is this Brazil? All the countries are labeled. She still somehow thought the entire continent of Africa was Brazil. I, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to say. I was doctoring, sorry, I was proctoring the AP calculus exam the other day, AP calculus. Three students asked if we had a digital clock for the room because they didn't know how to read analog. Three students, not just the one-off who slipped through the cracks. I'm, I'm saying there aren't cracks. They're just gaping maws of no education happening. There are high school students who don't know the difference between an even and an odd number. They can't multiply or divide without a calculator. And I sat in a meeting when Common Core was sort of coming down the pipe, I sat in a, in a school open session, Common Core debate kind of meeting. And the school superintendent, the superintendent of schools, spoke to the audience and was asked a question about long division because they're changing the way they teach kids long division and multiplication. And they're purposely, I, there is no way this is accidental because they never tested it before they implemented it. They purposely made math more confusing to learn, to prevent children from learning math. It was purposeful. And the school superintendent is part of his answer to the question said, I don't see why we even bother to teach long division anymore. We have calculators. That is not somebody who is interested in education. And if you think that he somehow is justified, then you have been schooled and not educated because you don't understand the function and purpose of true education. So I don't, I don't know. 
I, I don't know what to make of the. Well, I do know what to make of this. You, you, you simply cannot, cannot leave your children in the education system the way it stands. And if you think that your schools are exempt, you're wrong. It's everywhere. It's pervasive. And one good teacher or three good teachers is nothing against the tsunami of the system that is coming down upon these children. High school math teacher here, I can confirm daily, multiple times a day, 10th grade students who need a calculator to find two times nine, I S-H-I-T you not. Eighth grade, these kids literally can't do simple addition or subtraction with decimals. I don't, they don't understand integers at all. And there are no numbers after zero. Negatives are not a thing. She even has five kids who can't tie their own shoes. They're eighth graders. Five of them can't tie their own shoes. Now, they blame the everyone gets a trophy mentality of the school policies, but and, and also lackadaisical parents and smartphones. And I will go along with that, but it only goes so far. Yeah, it's a whole culture. Because uh, we have this mentality that everyone has to go to college and then they pile equity policies on top of that. And so they've cheapened American education from its Christian roots, which meant to train individuals to be thoughtful and productive and moral. Yes, productive, sure. But first thoughtful and last moral all together. Productive sandwiched in between this idea of Thoughtful and moral. I don't know how we can survive that. Um, All right. I want to talk to you quickly. Let's see. Oh, no, I'm running out of time. All right. This is the Sam Sorbo show. Well, I'll be right back.